Hey, Bullers, you're listening to Bull After Bull episode 7 on Monday, April 21st, 2014. I'm smoking bowl after bowl. And I smoke. Bowl after bowl after bowl after bowl after bowl after bowl. And I smoke. Hey, so we're sitting down with Benton Berrigan, president of Immu, uh, Immu Normal. Thanks for joining me, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, Spencer. Uh, we're going to talk about a few things, including an upcoming state normal conference that's uh, at the end of the week. But uh, first of all, kind of tell me a little bit about yourself and your background. You're a student at Mizzou, yeah? Yeah, yeah I transferred here uh, in 2012 in the fall. And I actually uh, started off, I'm from St. Louis, right went to Parkway West, you know, um, decided I was going to go to community college first, so I went to Merrimack, St. Louis Community College Merrimack. Did my uh, general studies there, and I transferred to the University of Missouri, and I was, you know, before my first semester, just like catching up with some old friends, you mm-hmm. know, you know, getting kind of familiar with the town. Yeah. And uh, just kind of had to, you know, end up having a real good discussion with some of my friends, and then one of them, uh, Brandon Crate, his girlfriend was the president at the time, Alexis Lyle, and she was oh, like, yeah, yeah. we need a vice president, and you seem perfect, and, you know, so I kind of just hit the ground running, and I was like, okay, well, I'll be the vice president, you know, you go. see how it goes. And then within a month, I went to the uh, National Normal Conference, yeah, 2012 in LA, and that kind of just opened it up to like I had no idea this movement was going, and I didn't know that there was all these you know very educated and very you know respected and influential people for who sure, were, yeah, supporting this you know movement. Yeah. And the more you know research I did, the more experience I started to have with these people, I started to realize that this is something that you know needs to be changed and is going to be changed, you know, just in a matter of time and I wanted to be a part of it yeah so Alexis graduated that year you know so I was vice president for a year kind of got you know the understanding of how the organization worked and stuff yeah and then this year I started becoming the president and we've had we've put on a lot of good events you know we had after this conference we're going to have uh, brought in both campaign directors for both successful marijuana campaigns for recreational you know full legalization in Washington Allison Holcomb and the keynote speaker of our conference this Saturday is Mason Tebert who was campaign director of Amendment 64. Right on. That's yeah. excellent. Yeah, that's a hell of an accomplishment, and you guys have been getting great speakers, but like you said, uh, see, I was an ex-president. Of, I'm an ex-president of Emmy Normal myself, so what you said about going to the national conference, that's just where it's like, yeah, wow, these, there's like serious power players in this game, and this is already like a ball that's rolling. So, yeah. And it's been rolling yeah. since. I mean, Normal itself on a national level was founded in the early 70s. So right. It's It's got plenty of legs behind it. Uh, the one I went to was in Portland in 09. I got the poster from it up there in my little right name tag. But uh, I think it was, or it might have been, yeah, it was fall of 09. So, yeah, that's just awesome that uh, you guys are getting those uh, those kind of speakers. So you told me earlier that there's a bake sale going on this week. Yeah, yeah. So uh, our conference is this Saturday, April 26th, from mm-hmm. 10 a.m. till 6 p.m. in Allen Auditorium, right next to Speaker Circle. So this entire week, starting tomorrow, we're going to have a bake sale in Speaker Circle right next to where the conference is. They're trying to, you know, get some buzz and basically say, you know, right here on Saturday, we're going to be having, you know, over 20 speakers, include doctor, lawyers, politicians, you know, Mason Tabbert, all these key players in, you know, the legalization movement, specifically in Missouri and in the United States. And so, and then in the meantime, we're going to be, you know, trying to raise some money too for the conference and whatnot sure. by having the big sale. Yeah. So we'll be in speaker circle from Tuesday the 22nd till Friday the 25th from around 11 to like 3 every day. Very nice. Yeah. All right. Let's see here. So uh, the upcoming Missouri Normal Conference, you have a list of like speakers and kind of yeah, break down who they we are. We have like multiple 
panels like for uh, in the morning from like 10 a.m. till about 12:30. We're going to be having kind of a uh, update from all of the Missouri chapters, including um, MU Normal and SSDP. Then we're going to be having Springfield, St. Louis, Lake of the Ozarks, Kansas City, all of their chapters come have a representative and speak kind of about what's going on around the state and what they're doing and you know to progress this movement. And then also um, Show Me Cannabis around 11:45 is going to be speaking for about 45 minutes. And we have John Payne, the executive director, sure. Dan Beats, the board chair, and then Amber Langston, also one of the board members. So they're going to kind of talk about what they're doing uh, at the moment and kind of how what the situation is and moving forward and whatnot, specifically with these certain house bills that we have right now, like the industrial hemp um, bill in the, in the uh, House of Reps and stuff like that. So it's going to be really cool. And we actually just found out uh, a couple days ago that we're having uh, Alice O'Leary, who um, she's actually uh, she's actually the widow of Robert Randall, who was the first legal uh, medicinal okay. marijuana patient in history. Yeah, okay. he was the guy who won the uh, you know Supreme Court case in the federal court that actually said you know you have to give me marijuana, and he was one of the people who got like the tens of right. three hundred yeah, drugs. Yeah. yeah. So he but he passed away recently. So around like twelve thirty, she's gonna be coming in to speak about how she and um, Robert himself played a role in the marijuana discussion and you know the sure. movement because I mean he was the one who really got the medicinal marijuana movement started with yeah, this glaucoma really stuff. Awesome. I mean he's the reason why you know it's associated with glaucoma and you know marijuana use is right. medicinal. Yeah. So that's pretty sweet. And then so and following after we're having her speak, we're going to be having a medical marijuana panel with Dr. Uh, Gil Mobley. He's a medical doctor of Springfield, Missouri. And then we're going to be having Brandy Johnson and Heidi Rail, who both uh, have testified in the House of Reps and the Senate in uh, Missouri for medicinal marijuana because their sons suffer from uh, different forms of epilepsy that could be cured, you know, or could be, uh, you know, aided in treatment with cannabis oil and CBD. So they're going to be speaking. And we're also going to be going to have uh, Daryl Bertrand there, who uh, would be a potential medical marijuana patient if this were to go through. And then, you know, so after that, uh, around 2.15, we're going to be having um, Larry Kirk, who's a police chief of Old Monroe, and he's also a part of Law Enforcement Against Prohibition League. And then also um, Gary Weigert, who's the Tea Party lobbyist and also a St. Louis police sergeant. And then along to go with these, uh, you know, basically police officers, they're all, we're also going to have Ethan Pampy, who's going, uh, who's the um, executive director for Americans for Forfeiture Reform. Uh-huh. And so that's going to be kind of uh, how forfeiture reform and asset forfeiture and um, the police from their perspective goes and how, you know, why why would they think we should change these laws? Because okay. I mean, they're key players in it. Yeah. And then we have a uh, him and Jeff Mazansky uh, clemency discussion. Okay. To basically how we can move forward with industrial hemp and also um, help free Jeff Mazansky, who's serving life in prison for nonviolent cannabis. Yeah, I just saw actually a piece on the news the other night about Jeff Mazansky. Yeah. On a, I was in Kansas City. That's awesome. A spot about it. Yeah, and I, I just uh, read an article today by uh, from DPA, Drug Policy Alliance, saying yeah. that um, you know President Obama may be using his clemency, and who knows, maybe it's. I mean, I believe Jeff's uh, case has been, you know, the petition was sent to the president himself. He may be one of these, you know, sure. people to receive clemency. We can only hope. 
And then um, around 4 o'clock, we're going to be having uh, Representative Paul Kurtman, who is the co-sponsor of the Industrial Hemp Bill. And he's like a key player in this because he's very well-respected Republican. Sure. And he's also, um, <clears throat> and also the co-sponsors on that are the Majority House Leader, the Minority House Leader, and then also the Speaker of the House. So, I mean, he, he is really putting together these key players to really push this through and really, you know, actually get some legislation potentially this year, the medicinal. And then at, at 4 20, we're going to have the keynote address by Mason Tever, who, like I said early, like I said earlier, he was the um, campaign director for Amendment 64, co-campaign director, and also um, he's the director and co-founder of Safer, Safe Alternative for Enjoyable Recreation, basically marijuana safer than alcohol. Right, and he's the guy that got that into sort of the national, uh, yeah, exactly. the, the, the memes of, you know, when people talk on the news about it now, it's, but the marijuana safer than alcohol thing is a talking point that's been forwarded through into the mainstream discussion and the mainstream lingo just because of this dude. Yeah, I mean, I mean he's also the Marijuana Policy Project Director of Communications, too. Like, I mean, I, I first really, uh, the first video I saw was when he debated Nancy Grace. Yeah. That was so... That was... Yeah, and he's also, uh, his organization is responsible for a lot of, like, the days of action that Normal's taken place, uh, or, like, uh, campus chapters of Normal have done in the yeah. past, like, two or three years uh most of the direct action and the kind of activism that really gets the ball moving in a public way like uh day action when i was a president was it was a rally in speaker circle for about an hour we had a press release before so everyone knew about it and then we uh delivered a signed copy of this book you know marijuana safer than alcohol which lists all the evidence and all of the um sort of arguments for why it is safer and why our laws should kind of correlate to that being true uh, instead of how they're set up right now where the laws are actually more dangerous than the plan. Yeah. Um, so we delivered a copy of that book to the chancellor, like at his office. You know? Okay. And so he he kind of just had the blueprint of how to do it, you know, and set it all out. Like you have a big rally, you tell the press, and you go to the chancellor and you say, read this book, you know, and it's all in there. And that's just a really cool way to keep everyone doing direct action because, like, you can write a letter to your representative or whatever, but to go on campus and to use speaker circle, which is that, you know, stage of free speech, like yeah. one of the freest speech spots you're going to find, and even though the First Amendment isn't an area, uh, the government likes to enforce it as though that's true. Yeah. And so speaker circle is where they all tell you on the student tour, hey, this spot is fair game. So, uh, you know, don't let pastors take that over and hijack Yeah, it. no, use totally. That, you know, use that. And I'm glad that ME Normal is ones that have used that in the past and yeah, we're going to try to continue yeah. to do that too yeah uh so tell me a little bit more about this hemp bill in the state uh well the they have you know it's not it's not the you know i would say overall ideal situation sure the ideal bill because i mean it doesn't protect all patients because obviously it's been proven that not only is it just cannabidiol or THC that you know helps with you know medicinal benefits for whatever ailment it is but it's a combination of all these different cannabinoids and their different concentration and whatnot for specific ailments. And so the problem with this bill that would be going through is that it would only be helping people who uh, can receive some sort of benefit from CBD only. So it would be like a high CBD, low THC. So where they would just, you know, only be benefit from high CBD specifically, which has been proven 
to reduce epileptic seizures. But um, another, some of the good things about it is is that because these certain patients need this form of marijuana that is really low in THC and high in CBD, it actually classifies as hemp, which is kind of interesting because for it to be classified as hemp, it has to have, I believe, less than 0.3% THC. Okay. And so this is like really, really low in THC. So it actually changes the regulations for hemp. I see. Yeah. So which is really huge, which is really going to allow for, and all, it specifically says research at colleges and universities for hemp and actually set up uh, an actual system to have it, you know, cultivated, produced in the CBD oil sure. made and, you know, synthesized. So, I mean, this is like huge. I mean, it's right. actually laying out infrastructure for this reform and whatnot and actually changing the scheduling of hemp, and which is a huge, you know, and not only for industrial purposes, but then also giving it a recreation or excuse me, medicinal, you know, a strictly medicinal um, outlet. I mean, it's awesome. So in the future, we might see uh, an MU program where students could learn how to make, literally make medicine from hemp. Yes. Yes. And I, I mean, and, and that could be very soon. I mean, there is a chance that that legislation could be passed this year and it goes into effect immediately. And I mean, I, I hope that the university would be all over that because I mean, not only is, would it be needed for these patients, but it also, I mean, has huge industrial purposes, also purposes in soil and whatnot, mm-hmm. and, you know, decontaminating soil and, you know, being a good off-season crop. Sure. You know. And so, a rotational crop. Yeah, rotational, exactly. So, uh, if people out there want to get involved with ImmuNormal, uh, what, how, how can they find you? When are your normal meetings? Well, we, you know, this semester's been kind of different because this semester there's been five different pieces of legislation, you know, sure. in the House, one of, them, one of which is in the Senate, you know. So, I mean, and we said out at the beginning that we wanted to, you know, um, push forward the Jeff Mazansky clemency campaign. Sure. We wanted to try to do the um, marijuana decriminalization of cultivation in Columbia. Right. And we yeah, also wanted, to, yeah, at the city level. And we also wanted to, uh, you know, pursue some sort of good Samaritan law, you know, for the state of Missouri. Sure. And before we knew it, I mean, the change.org, you know, um, uh, petition for Jeff Mazansky right yep. now is at like 370,000 signatures. Yep. Um, then before we knew it, there's an Archon bill that's already gone through the Senate and it's getting ready to be voted on by the entire Senate floor. Very nice. Yeah. And then, um, so it's kind of, you know, same concept, Good Samaritan, you know, uh-huh. that it's built into that, the Narcon and accident, allowing first, second, and third responders to all be trained with uh, opiate antagonists to prevent Very someone, nice. yeah, who's going through, you know, an uh, opiate overdose. They can actually, you know, be, their lives be saved in less than 60 seconds with simple administration of a shot, you know? Sure. And so, and then, you know, the city council, I mean, we, it, everything just went so well to where we couldn't even keep up. We just had to keep moving forward. I mean, we just For had sure. to, you know, so the meetings has been, have been interesting because it's really just been continually events and having, you know, trying to just keep pursuing these things because, I mean, we can't even, we couldn't, we didn't even imagine that it would, you know, awesome. happen this fast. Yeah. So it was kind of shocking. So, uh, so yeah, if, if anyone's interested and wants to, you know, stay up to date with what's going on, you can find us on Facebook. You can just type in MU Normal and you'll see our page and also a uh, separate page, which is also, we have dual affiliation is MUSSTP because we really are both working towards a common goal. Sure. And we found that, you know, this isn't just about, you know, I mean, it's strength in numbers and working together and having, you know, different groups all trying to obtain a certain goal. For sure. So, I mean, we really found success through that. So you can find them in USSTP on Facebook. And yeah, that way you can get on our email list and stuff and we'll just, you know, keep you up to date and let you know what's going on. Right on. But definitely come check out the conference April 26th from 10 a.m. to 6. It's going to be, I, I can't 
can't wait. I mean, just the 20 plus speakers that we have is going to be phenomenal. For sure. And then after that, we have a fundraiser and dinner at uh, the Grand Crew at 7 p.m. So it's going to have kind of less, you know, formal, but still, you know, have some food and have a chance to actually have dinner with the speakers. And that's $10, you know, for the for actual uh, ticket to the fundraiser and dinner's not included. But it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a really good day. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Uh, I'm going to be coming back from Kansas City, actually. I'm going to see. I actually got tickets to see Doug Stanhope at the, okay. at the Improv at Zona <laughs> over there in Kansas City Thursday night. Nice. Uh, but... Um, yeah, that's going to be fun. He's the first comedian I've ever actually paid to see, so <laughs> I'm excited about that. And then I'll be coming back uh, Friday night to get ready for the conference on Saturday. Right. So hopefully we'll have, hopefully we'll get down to set, uh, hopefully, excuse me, we'll get to sit down with some of these people and uh, talk to them about their work and about the conference and what they're talking about. And we can kind of deliver some more stuff to you on the show for uh, what went down at the normal conference. But uh, Benton, thanks for taking yeah. the time to sit down and kind of plug the plug the conference coming up. And, yeah, appreciate uh, having me. Yeah, of course. And people listening, go over to Speaker Circle because we got baked goods uh, all week long. Yep, baked goods. We're going to have cookies, brownies, you know, everything. So don't skip class. Go to class and stop by the bake sale. You don't need to use it. Walk on by. It'll be quick. (laughs) Right on. Well, thanks again, man. And uh, thanks for listening. May your bowls burn ever brighter.